welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And today we're talking about France, one of the big five countries. Yes. Tell us about them in Eurovision, Michael. Well, one of our founding uh, countries for Eurovision France, uh, taking part in 1956. There was one year they didn't compete. 1982. I wonder uh, what happened there. No idea. We should have probably researched that. I forgot about that one. Maybe got the date wrong or something. <laughs> um, they have won five times. Got to say, the last time they've won, though, 1977. So, mm. long time between drinks for the French. Yep. I think there was more the 50s and 60s, they were sort of smashing it. I reckon as the French language kind of started to die uh, off, so did their Eurovision winning. Maybe a good point. Let's talk about recent history. There was four years uh, in a row there. 2012 to 2015, they were outside the top 20, mm. including a dead last place. With with guess, twin, twin. Yeah. Look, twin, twin were robbed. They were better than last, can I just say. It was thoroughly deserved last place. <laughs> um, the last couple of entries, I've got to say, they've really turned things around, I think, France. Mm. And we're on an upward trajectory. Uh, wonderful Amir in 2016, sixth yep. with Jecheche. And beautiful, the beautiful Alma with Requiem last year, came in 12th, which I think is a little hard done by, to be honest. Okay, so they're on a bit of, um, they're improving. They seem to be having a bit of a crack at it. They definitely are, and that guess it leads us to this year's entry. Yeah, what have they served us up? Well, this year for France, we have Madame Monsieur with Merci. On a quitté la maison, c'était la guerre. Sûr qu'elle avait raison, il n'y avait rien à perdre. Oh non, excepté la vie. Je... The artist for this song is Madame Monsieur, which is actually um, a married couple, which is uh, an interesting one. Uh, won't be our last couple of the uh, Eurovision <laughs> contest this year, uh, but it's um, Emily and Jean Carl. Look, they've been together since around 2008. They formed Madame Monsieur in 2013. Haven't really had anything major. They've done a lot of composing, so they came into this a little bit of like not unknown, but not huge stars. So France had a national final, Destination Eurovision. And wow, wasn't it good? What a national final. It Fantastic. Was fa- probably the best one of the season, I would say. I reckon it's up there. Yeah, they had two semi-finals. So it started with 18 songs, went to the final, eight songs. Then they were big favourites to win. And then the international jury didn't love this. Mm. Put it in third place, which is an interesting uh, little topic. But then the public vote, wow, yeah, stormed at one of the biggest public votes of the seasons. And they went through to win. Yeah, in a, in a landslide in mm. that uh, public vote, ultimately, which kind of says something, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, what? Why, why do you think that's the case? There is a talking point with this song, isn't there? There is, and it is the big talking point about this song. It's the, what it's about, and it's about uh, refugees. Mm. Uh, and in particular, the narrative of this song is uh, a refugee that was born at sea on yep. the way, fleeing a war-torn country on the way to Europe. So it's, it's, it's in the news, whether yeah. you think it's a political issue or a humanitarian issue, whatever. We'll keep, leave that for another discussion, but it's certainly a topical song. It's a human story that's about uh, the, the baby born at sea is called Mercy. So it's mm. actually not Mercy, as oh. in thank you. It's so. Mercy in terms of the name. I mean, uh, as in both of those, like mm. in terms of the name, they, they play on words. So they use both Mercy and Mercy, which is, which is an interesting one. Mm. Do you like the song? I've got to say, I really do. I really do like this one. Uh, it wasn't my favourite out of Destination Eurovision. I'm going to say that straight away. But 
it is still a very, very good song. Yeah. I like the composition. I think it's really got a quite modern radio sound. Mm. That's one of the things I love. Watching the live performances, because obviously having a national final, we have the uh, advantage of seeing having seen this perform live. It was sung very, very well. Mm. Simple, but sung really effectively and emoted really well as well. Yep. Um, other things I've got here, it is a really strong narrative this mm. song and the message is very powerful and genuine I think they really do care about refugees they're not just using this this no. uh, issue as, as something to get themselves publicity or whatever so I think there's there's a real powerful and genuine message in this yeah totally look it's very contemporary it's like French electro pop like it's it's mm. really good this mm. would be you'd hear it on some really like indie pop stations over here in Australia like a triple J I think it almost would do it mm. Maybe. <laughs> but um, there's also, look, there's a strong story there. And there's also a bit of a strong PR angle there as well. Don't think we won't be talking about this leading up to. And Eurovision entrants do well if they've got a story. Mm-hmm. No matter what you think about it, Salvador's health was a story last year. Conchita was a story of her year. When you can ride that, Ukraine was a story. Yes, exactly. It doesn't mean they are all brilliant songs and all deserve to win outright. But it certainly helps if you've got a narrative there. Yeah. This has a narrative. And it's a, it's a really... Lovely song and really well performed. Yeah, yeah. What do you think might be any pitfalls or any negatives with this one? Language. Yep. Beautiful story. What if you don't know what this is about? Which was if, the case for me yep. at the start. Yep. yep, no idea. Like, this is it. So, they have to rely on that message getting out through some PR. They're going to have to do it. Mm. And if they don't, I still think people go, oh, that's a really nice song. But then it doubles the impact when you know the story. If they can't get that across, can they stage it, Michael? Um, yeah, look, and I've got to say, getting that message across could be difficult. We mm-hmm. saw Salvador last year with his Refugees t-shirt. The EBU jumped on that and said that we'll be having none of that. So they can't be overt in what they're trying to do here, I think, France. Mm. But they somehow still have to get that narrative across. Yeah, yeah. and it could be quite divisive. Mm. I mean, you know, there's parts of Europe who will be kind of probably anti the story of it. That's what I've got written here. How will it play out? Will there be a degree of ill will? Mm. Um Having said that, though, the way they stormed the public vote in Destination Eurovision mm. tells me that the positives will out the way and the negatives on this one. Agree. Musically, if I had something to say, I think if you don't get the message and you don't speak French, it kind of plods a little. It's it does. a bit one-paced. And that last minute where they just say mercy, 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 mercy a thousand times, yeah. it's a, it kind of lacks something. It could drag. Yeah. And one other thing I'm going to say here is France haven't had the greatest reputation for staging the last few years. No. I think they've probably let their entries down with the staging they to probably be honest. done better yeah. with both of those ones so fingers crossed they get this right yeah the thing is look in their semi-final where those they were great where those black skivvies <laughs> yeah that's right those turtlenecks or whatever they yeah that was great and they do it in the video they look brilliant they look so French yeah, very and French very electro French I love it mm. do that keep it simple yeah Maybe the project, but I mean, you can't have LEDs. Mm. I mean, I mean, you're going to bring your own thing and project faces on there. I don't know what you're going to do, but yeah. they've got to get that right. Yep. If they stage it well, it'll do well regardless, but it could do super well with great staging. Exactly. But it is a concern. It is. It is. Let's wrap, wrap and rank on this one. Okay, you go first. All right. I've got here, the first thing I've written here is real contender. I think this is a well, possible winner, I'm going to say, Dale. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> speechless, I can see. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I think it's a really good and it has a good chance. Um, it's just such an even year, Dale. It's such an even year. Mm. This is something that I think the juries will quite like as well. Um, so, therefore, if they can sell that narrative and they do well in that public vote, it, could, it just could carry them to victory. It could, really could carry them to victory because I think they're good 
this is really good for juries, this is really good for the public, yep. put the two together, it might just have enough gas to get over the line. I get where you're coming from, there's a lot of ifs there, yep. if and if and if, mm-hmm. and if that happens, totally, look, they're 12th in the odds, 12th. Um, and I was going to say, look, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet maybe, or I wouldn't rely on the ifs, but I am a betting man, I've already put a bet on them actually, <laughs> because their odds are actually quite long out for something mm. that could potentially be a real cracker, mm. but potentially also fall flat. Yeah, I don't know. It's a worth a risk. I don't know if it's going to fall flat. I think it's got the storyline. It's got the narrative. That's going to sift it to the top of the pile when we get to Lisbon as far as talking points go. So, yep. I think there's some good elements here for France. Yeah, and I would say, like, for me, I've, I've got it in fifth place. Um, mm-hmm. I really like it. It's a really strong song for me. Where did you actually rank it personally, though? I personally ranked it seventh. Okay. Out of the 43, but I still think this is a massive contender. Yep. I think this is a top 10 song. Beyond that, I don't really want to say because I kind of feel like they stage it right. It's top five. If things go wrong, it could be 15th. Like it yep. just it's in that it's in that realm fifth yep. to fifteenth. But regardless, it's such just everyone who has heard it has gone, Wow, I really like that song. Mm. Exactly. You know? exactly. So I think it'll it'll do well indeed. And so um the Australian fans Yeah, what did our jury say? Well, they put it at um tenth. Tenth. Okay. So yeah. everyone's pretty positive about that. Yeah, so you know what, fifth, seventh, tenth. Yep. We're all probably looking in the same area. Um as you said, the odds are a little bit lower on that one in twelfth. And interestingly the uh, My Eurovision Scoreboard, which is an app that does all fans' ranks, this is in second. Yeah. So I feel the odds are sleeping on this one. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And as we've seen in the past, you just have to have rank highly in both this, the scores and you can go very, very well. Wow, this will be a real interesting one and a big talking point. I'm really looking forward to this one. It certainly will be. Okay, well, that's it for now. That's it. Au revoir. Au revoir.